Hello, hello. How's everybody doing out there? Happy Father's Day to the men that actually make the world go round. If you think men are not important, well, you must not like the wheel, internet, planes, telephones, electricity, cars, internal combustion engine, <laughs> the light bulb, anything. Like you, you must not like anything. I like how people, especially, it, it was it was funny about. I don't know, a couple of months ago, masculinity was under attack, you know, still is kind of, but masculinity was under attack and you wonder why it was under attack. And then all this woke bullshit started happening, especially with Ford. And you're just like, no, you reject it wholeheartedly. And I think masculinity was being attacked so that this woke shit can just kind of be ushered in. Whereas men, I'm saying men that will slap a motherfucker in a heartbeat, don't put up with that stuff. And Chances are, if you are a respectful, selfless, self-sufficient, hardworking man, realistic, <laughs> non-delusional, you were raised by a strong father, a strong male role model, whether it be your biological or not, because that just because, you know, you, your father isn't, you know, biologically yours doesn't mean he didn't have a big influence. There are many great stepdads out there that, you know, <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I did it. I see a woman with kids. I'm like, you got it, dad. Fuck out of here. But some of you are are out there uh, actually uh, influencing uh, young men in a positive way, uh, manly to become self-sufficient. And more than likely, if you got into a hobby, your dad influenced that hobby, whether it be fishing, cars. Again, this is a car-centric channel. But whatever you're into, it was more than likely influenced by your father. And that's what we're going to talk about today. What got you into cars? Me was my father, 100%. I'll tell you how that went down. Um, tell you how now with the downfall of, or not downfall, let's just say the <sighs> masculinity is not a wanted thing anymore. And the men that refuse that, the men that push back against the, the, the I don't know, the uh, negative connotation that masculinity has, um, I think are important because we need to bring that shit back. Like guys pop off too much on the internet without getting slapped in the face. Um, a lot of these guys, look, modern got modern men are super soft, super soft. They talk big. They show the gun on IG, you know, they do this stuff, but when the rubber meets the road, when, when shit's about to pop off, those guys are nowhere around. And then guys that are a little older, a little wiser, just kind of go, Calm down, Sonny. You know, you know, you're not that you're not that tough. And we know you're not that tough because you're talking big. So we'll talk a little bit about that. What got you into cars? How your father influenced you in your life? Um, mostly car stuff. Obviously, we're going to talk about on this channel. But as always, we want to have Mr. Bill O'Reilly <laughs> say, oh, my God, where is it? Have Mr. Bill O'Reilly announce the show or the intro. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. That's right. Bill O'Reilly getting started. We got two auto solutions. That's right. He has customers that do burnouts for about a week. And then they wonder why they have clutch temp codes. What the fuck is going on with motherfuckers in Puerto Rico? You don't need to do a John Force burnout. God damn it. Two auto solutions. <laughs> Race motive. Small burnout. Roll racing. Gay and rich. Let's go. Race motive. Dean Happy Performance. Dean Performance.com. They'll fight you. They'll kick your ass. They'll sell you hats and fuel systems. DNA Happy Performance. 
Tom Parts Farm. Parts Farm has Roadrunners, Voodoo's, and Predators for sale. Also motors. <laughs> parts Farm. Cog Performance just got a new part in. We're gonna be dialing it in, but I gotta change these injectors, bro. I am. I think my my whole issue with the Corvette, I think, are the injectors, bro. I'm just gonna get rid of them. Ultimate Head, Ultimate Head, Ultimate Header.com, the best header on the planet. P Mass, Nick James, P Mass, P Mass, Nick James, P Mass, Chicken. Calumet Transmission, Calumet Transmission.com, Calumet Transmission on Instagram. My goodness, my goodness. Let's say hi to the people and to Ruviate. <laughs> we'll talk about Father's Day. TJ Sikorsky, 2000 MCR, ATX Cobra, Don Robo Style, D Rock Fox, JD Swag, Among Solo, Michael Schaefer, the first people in the chat. Uh, Angel Puerto Rico, Rich, Andy Black, Betty, Tracy Miller, Darren Harper, and Alex Watkins. Coyote Kelly, Boots Willis, Garage Bill, Coyote Dane, Brian 03, Cobra, Truviate in the house. Just like I said, he's in the house. Building his V6 outside in an uncovered garage. Welding with a stick welder from Harper Freight. Fuck, does he need a dad? Eliza has <laughs> my 50. D Rock Fox 007 Cobra. Torque and Beans Mini by Christian Sama. Jake Anthony 94 GT Vert. D Rock Fox XTS Mar. Dill Space. Frank Weaver. Matt Oliver. Santa Gotta Go Fast. John Bailey. Marco Mark. Josh Roy. Nardi Mercado. Leo Monreal. Or Monreal. Nardi Mercado again. Bronco Ralph. Christian Halpolt. That I'm. Thank you. Willie E50 for Tony's dad. The money is always nice. YouTube gets 30%. Torque and Beans 2 Tone. Tone 2S. S. Wow. Peter Chow and Hatch says, Happy Pops Day, Alex Whipple, Stage 1 F-150, 50 say legal package, cook my cats. O2 sensors after a thousand miles, headers and lun tune time. That is a very good point, Hatch 450. I can, I have seen at least 10 cooked cats, 50 state legal tunes. I've seen at least 10. Why don't I talk about it? Because there's certain things in this industry we can't talk about because, you know, partnerships and bullshit. But honestly, if I was just left to say whatever, bro, you wouldn't buy shit. You wouldn't buy shit if I was just left to say whatever I want to say. But, you know, you got to you gotta protect your shit, I guess. Alex, channel support. Take a look at my email. I sent you reply off the air if you'd like. No rush. Nestor, you got it, brother. Rich 5 Ken McAllister, Osmond, Tyler, Mike S. And uh, Carlos, Craig Walls, Jake, and Felix. Okay, so how did I get into Mustang? Well, the way I got into Mustangs was my dad... My dad was uh, a street guy, street thug. Um, <laughs> he was a welder, okay? He was a welder for most of his life. I'm sorry. He was a welder for until he was 22, 23. Then he went back home on vacation. He was welding in New Jersey. He went back on vacation to, to Puerto Rico, started riding a dirt bike, probably high, fell off of it, broke his leg, broke his hand, his welding hand. So now his right hand is junk, his, his leg is junk, and he's just miserable it was a year on the lamb we were recovering mom took care of the dude and uh he had a real tough time mentally recovering from that because he felt he he fucked up his his kid's future because you know he was doing dumb shit and it, you know you can make a case that he in his mind he did but he was into cars he was always into cars and he liked them and the first car i remember as a four-year-old because i was born in stoughton and at nine months old moved to puerto rico and then until i was six years old came back uh moved to uh springfield uh, he had a 77 Monte Carlo and I remember it was baby blue with a white top if I'm not mistaken and it had those um, Those SS not SS. I forget the type of wheels those rally style wheels 
And I remember, you know, every time I wanted him to do a burnout, he'd do a burnout. Every time I wanted to go fast, every time he tinkered with it, he talked about four barrel carburetors. He goes, you can hear where the set, you can hear when the secondaries come in and he'd floor it and you hear the secondaries open up and the car would just make this cool growl. And, uh, you know, for, it was probably like 180 horsepower V8. But, you know, when you're a kid, it was the coolest thing ever. It was just the, the coolest freaking thing. Then when we came to the United States, uh, he worked, uh, you know, odd jobs here and there. Um, and he was mostly like a, an enforcer, you know, you want to say that, uh, just like a street guy. And he worked part-time like at this garage, at the shop. And uh, when I was like eight or nine or 10, you know, he would like have me drive the cars in and out, you know, opening and closing in the summertime. So one time a guy showed up in a Celine Mustang, 87 Celine Mustang. Perfect, perfect car, beautiful. It had, it was just stock ass Celine. And I guess the rear wing was like coming loose because Celine does build their cars with literally wood screws. Like, look, I understand you Celine fanboys think it's the best thing ever. I think it looks great. It's held together by wood screws. So go look at the ground effects. They're, they're wood screws on these little clips. That's how Celine body kits are held together. So, I mean, the car made 225 horse, so you're not going to get, you know, you're not going to go over 150 in it. So he had a loose rear wing and my father took care of it. And uh, I was just staring at the car. I thought it was such a cool, weird, because look, when you're in the hood, you don't see the hotness. Like if you live in like Oklahoma, <laughs> anywhere that isn't New York, Miami, Houston, Dallas, LA, you know, like big, big cities, you don't see what's hot. You don't see what's new. You don't see the future. You see what you see. You see what you've always seen in your neighborhood. So a lot of people go, oh, in the 956, we've been racing trucks. That's all you got in the 956. Like, it, it's, not, it's, not, it's not popping in the 956 because you guys are ahead of the curve. No. Y'all motherfuckers transporting shit and you needed it to go fast. That's it. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so stop saying that you guys were ahead of the game. And now that RCSB coyotes are a thing, you're like, oh, we did it first. You did it first because you were doing illegal shit and you needed fast trucks. Shut up. Just like the um, NASCAR got started with bootleggers. Stop with that shit. Anyway, the guy does a burnout. The guy does a dumb burnout. And I was like, because every Fox body did impressive burnouts. Like, First gear, whatever, two something, and 273 rear gears or 308s if you were lucky. You could do a 60 mile an hour first gear burnout and it looked impressive. So I was like, I need that car. And it sounded different. It was just so cool how it sounded. And I thought it was the coolest car ever. Uh, turned 14. My butt, my father's friend had a 78 piece of junk Mustang 2, but it was a Cobra. You know, those Cobra 2s, piece of junk. He said, if, you know, I, I looked at it, I thought it was cool because I thought, you know, it's a Mustang, but, you know, I couldn't afford 80, 80 anything because I was 14. Worked on that car for a year or two, got it running, but never got it registered. Obviously, when I turned 16, got a job, scrounged up a couple thousand bucks, got me into my first Mustang, my 86 Mustang, which my father brokered the deal. And from then on, history, and I, I, was, I was just hooked. I was just hooked on the Mustang game. But he was a, the huge, biggest influence in my life when it comes to car stuff. I learned how to work on cars because of him. I always did my own oil changes. I never took it to a shop to get worked on because, you know, one, I was poor. 
And that's usually the reason you get cars. You work on your own cars. It's not because you want it done right. It's because there are other people that are way more qualified. You just don't want to pay the bill. Let's be honest. If I had a, a competent shop that I thought could do a better job than I, installing stuff on the ZR1, here you go. And I'd probably just take it to LMP of MDs. Here you go. But, you know, I, I'm i not looking to do too much work to the ZR1. But anyway, a lot of you guys probably didn't have that. Probably you guys got into cars. I don't know. Your friends got into cars or whatever. So I think it's really important to have a good relationship with – well, you could tell the men that had a good relationship with their with their father because they're usually quiet. They walk softly and carry a big stick. They don't talk too much shit online. They don't instigate problems. They don't pop off on some dumb shit. Guys that pop off on dumb shit are raised by their moms. And it's just, it's just a matter of fact. Every guy I know that was raised by their mother primarily is the biggest shit talker and he's emotional. Totally. So in my opinion, uh, men that have a good relationship with their father typically end up being quiet, talk softly, can take care of themselves, are self-sufficient, aren't that emotional. Typically, uh, men like that are touted. Uh, they, they should be touted. They should be celebrated. And today's the day that I think men, men should be celebrated because now you're under attack. If you're a masculine man that's self-sufficient and can do his own shit, you are under attack and you're a threat to society. If you're strong, have a strong backbone, ain't about the bullshit, don't buy woke shit, don't buy rainbow anything, fuck that. Oh my God, you're, you're, you're toxic. To, to humanity. It's unbelievable. But let's talk about how you guys, can, let's not get off into tangents about uh, modern culture. And then we'll talk about how you got into cars, how your father influenced you into your uh, car, I don't know, culture journey. Drifters and, and sideshow guys, fuck off. I don't care how you got into it. I don't give a shit how you got into it. Like, I don't care. Just... This is not for you. This channel is not for drifters. This channel is not for sideshow guys. This this channel is not for stanced or bagged guys. I'm sorry. You guys are raised by your mothers. I knew it was coming, I swear. Uh, good morning, good morning. Happy Father's Day. Greg Rever says good morning. My dad wasn't a car guy and that worked on cars. I always had a thing for cars. So I was three or four being excited to go. Mudbogs really started when riding dirt bikes and playing Need for Speed Underground. Oh, my God. Talk about the worst influence. <laughs> need for speed i could smell the cats cooking krager wheels no um i think uh the krager wheels stuff uh, not kragers they were like the rally wheels, the rally style wheels and by the way yeah mini bike did you see uh, look the reason i don't pop off on hennessy is because they're liable to send you a cease and desist letter but demonology doesn't care demonology is over at Bailey's performance, he, he's hooked up with them, which I wonder how his old shop thinks about that. You know, it's always weird to pop, you know, to, 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 to prop up shops because shops can be mismanaged. Look, there's a reason I don't really, um, like I love LMP of MD, but you know, you don't see me rah rawing anybody because eventually sometimes some shops just go under screw people and then you're tied to them. And then you look like the asshole for giving people the blue check mark. So I go, hey, I like what they're doing. Bye. <laughs> See you later. But uh, the Bailey's guys and um, Demonology went full, bottomed out on Hennessy's asshole and said 1,200 horsepower trackhawk on pump gas with a four liter Whipple, four and a half inch upper, stock trans, stock bottom end. Like, 
Like, there are still people on the chats that go, oh, I make 800 on pump gas. I'm like, okay, you're going to go through a motor or two. My, this shop went made 800 on pump gas. This shop sells an 850 horsepower pump gas package. Then go to that shop. I don't care. I don't care what you want to make on pump gas. Not up to you. It's up to the gas. So um, those guys are raised by their moms too. The guys that want 800 horsepower on pump gas. The cartels were the OG fast truck guys. Right. Like people think that people think that the 956 like, like, chose trucks to go fast in no you needed fast trucks to put your shit in and transport it across the border stop it turvy's dad failed him nobody would let his son build a v6 sn95 guys raised by dads don't guys raised by dads dumped can't handle stress when other guys break down freak out they keep trucking pushing through uh okay apparently <laughs> guys raised by their dads can't spell uh v6 and eco mustangs are the participation trophy mustangs what's up uh, <laughs> I love how the, the audience never goes along with what I want to talk about. Pops got started with building model cars. Yeah, my dad, um, he, cars were everything, like everything. He would go to races. He would take me to monster truck meets. Like he had a passion for cars. Obviously he couldn't afford it. Now, when I got older and I mean older, you know, 18, 19, 20, I was able to afford because I worked really hard. Uh, fast cars. And I was able to build, you know, 87 Mustang. That was like a low 12 second car. I had a, uh, notch. I was an 11 second car back in like 97, 98. Um, you know, and I, I street raced, had a bun bunch of fun, but then I grew up pretty quickly and said, okay, this, this is, this shit ain't for me because I'm just going to get in trouble. And, uh, that's the last thing I need, but I was still able to like the guys you see racing a lot on the street, I think are, are, are crazy. Because you have to get off of the street real fast. You got to get off of the street real fast. It's cool and it looks fun for Instagram and Facebook and stuff. But honestly, you got to get off of the street stuff real fast and start building products to make yourself money and then go racing somewhere legit. No, not NMRA. Like if you're hedging your bets on NMRA stuff, you're losing. If you are counting on NMRA to, to, to push your product, you're already losing. You got to go to the, to, to the stuff that people can actually see, whether it be local, whether it be grudge stuff, whether it be whatever, but you got to be where the eyes are. And that's Texas 2K. That's MIR world cup stuff. You got to get off the street. You got to get off the street. The street's nothing but trouble, guns, bullshit, arguments in jail. And I learned that pretty quickly. Like dad told me, you know, that's cool that you're out there street racing and everything and, and having fun, but you got to get off that shit. I was, I, I've been in trouble too much and I don't need you, my son going out there who is pretty smart. You're not a, you're not stupid. He need, he kind of knew I had a, a bit of a brain when I was younger. He goes, you're not a stupid guy. You know, like you, 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 you can make something of this. So don't do street shit. Like don't hang out where the hood motherfuckers are at. Because that's not going to get you anything but hood shit. And he was 100% on the money. Like once I got out of that hood shit, kept in my lane, worked on what I want to work on. I don't have to be fast for the street. Who gives a shit about the street guy? Who gives a fuck about the street guy if he, if he thinks I'm fast or not? I'm making good money over here, quiet, in my hustle, in my own lane. And I don't necessarily need to be verified by the street to be legit. But a lot of you guys do. A lot of you guys see street shit and you want to be in the street shit. And I'm like, no, there ain't shit there, but just trouble. Nothing but trouble in the street shit. He used gearheads and move on to demonology. Uses 
Demonology, Grady Deadsea says, he used gearheads and moved on. Demonology uses people. Well, okay. Or maybe he wasn't happy with what gearheads was doing and moved on to Bailey's. Like, I don't, this is, I have been offered free stuff a lot by a lot of shops. And you see that I don't take anybody up on it because I don't want anything for free. And if your product is good, you should charge for it. And if I'm not happy with a product, I have the right to say, hey, I'm not happy with the product because I paid. So I don't know that he uses people, but I know that he went from one to the other. So I I don't know the inner workings out of it. So I'm not going to talk down on demonology at all. My dad's a mechanic, but not a huge car guy. Best feeling ever when he was, you want to take pictures of my car when he visited. Nice. Yeah, I gave my dad a ride in my car once and he was like, this thing's fucking stupid. Like stupid. But again, he was used to really slow Cadillacs back in the day. My grandfather raised me. He drove 18 wheelers and living in for a living and rode motorcycles. Love for all things automotive came from him and his friends. Modifying cars to make them faster on NFS Underground was what really got me interested. And I'm going to go on, move on to something else. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, my stepfather is whom introduced me into the car thing. We snatched a drive to him out of his Reg 96 GT, put in a V6 car when I was 12, says Great Escape. My dad was always into fishing like, and like, but could work on fix anything. Taught me to be self-sufficient and never cared about cars. First day with my license was like I just woke up. Alex, what do you think about GT350? He's asking because I just picked one up. I, God, come on, stop it. Go back on the channel. I talked about GT350s nonstop. My pops got me started building, says Nestor Barrios, building model cars. Later when I got older, would show how to wrench on stuff because we were poor. Yeah, yeah, look, we were poor. That's the only reason we worked on our own stuff. Uh, Alex almost got the nickname Pookie. Right. I didn't need that. Look, it is addicting to want to go and get notoriety on the street. But then when you look at the people around you, who are they? Are they successful? Are they going to bring you to a better place? Or are they looking to make money off you? So if you're a street racer and you're out there, you got people putting thousands of dollars in a pot for you, watch you lose three races and watch them leave you. All of a sudden, you ain't popping no more. People want to ride with a winning horse. And when the horse stops winning, that's when people get off of the bandwagon and they move on to anybody else. So... What happens when you get back on that winning streak? Let's say you're a street racer, right? Like like legit and you're out there racing and you're traveling to race and all that stuff. Everyone has losing streaks, right? I don't know any street racer that never lost. I don't know any street. Come on, stop it. Every street racer has lost many races. If you're an undefeated street racer, then you either cherry pick your races or you do BS to make yourself the winner of these races. Losing is part of racing. So let's say you got a lot of people in your camp and you're popping and you're on IG and you're doing all this stuff. Just let you lose a couple of races. Watch that shine go away. And then you get back on a winning streak and they come back. They don't care about you, bro. They care about making money. Fortech here, hate to be off topic, but we had a guy purchase a 22 Mach 1 and then wired us 70,000 and want us to build it. It needs to make a thousand horsepower. A 22 Mach 1, he wired you 70 thousand dollars and wants you to build it and make a thousand horsepower kenneth t56 he's gonna lose downshift rev matching if it has it um because i'm sorry t56 magnum xl losing downshift rev matching tell him to shut up if you don't like it stick an auto in it 
Want to make a thousand verbal horsepower? You could do it with anything, but the best way, in my opinion, just stick twin turbos in it and be done with it. Again, he did. You didn't say he wants to build an eight-second car. You didn't say he wants to build a nine-second car. You didn't say anything. You said he wants us to make a thousand rear wheel horsepower. So you take a twin turbo kit. If it's a manual, it'll make a thousand. Obviously, build the bottom end. Get like an illuminator twelve to one compression or a built short block or a built long block and be done with it. Instead of going way into it, because a lot of people take a brand new car and ruin it by buying stuff that sucks. They do that all the time. You know how many times I've seen. Guys take a brand new car, take it to a shop and absolutely ruin it by just going dumb 150 millimeter throttle body in a Whipple. Awful, awful for the street. Big Cobra Jack cold air intake. Awful for the street. You want to make a thousand just to make a thousand? Throw turbos in it and then turn it down when you're driving normally. Tone 2 SS says, my dad had an 87 SS 383 stroker with a 671 top Rear tub and huge tire. So a 12-second car. Uh, I grew up working on it in him, and it helped build my fifth-gen Camaro. Unfortunately, I lost him last year. It sucks, man. Hey, I lost my dad last year and my mom last year. It uh, it doesn't get easier, that's for sure. It actually gets worse. It, it, it's funny how you initially feel terrible, and then you kind of don't feel so terrible, and then you feel more terrible. Like it, it, and it, And that's how it should feel, in my opinion. You should never get over uh, the most important in your life's death uh, you should just uh be able to you know move on with life but you should always feel that slight emptiness because if you didn't they didn't matter that much in my opinion blow porting is huge in gm world what have you seen on the Kyoto <laughs> with tvs um porting will cause less boost but more power and we know why but it all depends on you're not going to port an 82 millimeter pump gas blower. You're like super retarded if you do that. You only port a blower when you're maxed out. So 69 millimeter pulling on a Gen 2 or Gen 3 TVS. And you've got a 15% and cams and you ain't making no more power, then you port it. If you go port a 79 millimeter or 82 millimeter pulleyed TVS, you're a clown ass clown. My grandpa got me into cars. He had a 94 Cobra built 5.0 power dyne century blower. Nice. So a 13.5 car. It was king back in the day. Now I have a twin turbo 197 rod pistons gentry shop. I wish you could have seen it. I, I've asked how many. I asked how fast does he want to go? All he says is a thousand and needs to be twin turbo. Aldo, twin turbo kit. Send it to Aldo. Kenneth, send it to Aldo. Have him build a twin turbo kit or install a twin turbo kit if he has one on the shelf. Um, beef up the bottom end. So he gave you $70,000. So Aldo kits like 11, uh, built trans T56, good Mantic dual bottom end, like RPG bottom end or, uh, FFRE. If they have a, a, a long block or short block in stock, throw it in fuel system, E85, turn it up thousand, no problem. And then be done with it. Don't do too much. That's the problem. People do too much. A thousand wheel horsepower combo is insanely easy nowadays on Coyote Mustangs. When you go off the res, like a thousand horsepower Whipple drives like butt cheeks. Sorry, Whipple. A thousand horsepower Kenny Bell drives like butt cheeks. A thousand horsepower blower anything drives like butt cheeks. If you want the car to drive well, stock throttle body is going to be the best way and a Big Sentry, in my opinion, is not the best way to go about it. If you just want a power number, twin turbos and be done with it. Now, performance, completely different. If you're like, I want the quickest, easiest way to get eights, VMP or a Whipple. Yes, 
it, you you gotta cater to what the customer wants. And if he only wants horsepower, okay, here's a twin turbo manual built bottom end E85 car, done with it. But if he wants to have performance, then we start talking blowers. If you can't downshift rev match yourself, ugh, my girl lost her mom this year and struggles with it almost every day, as she should. That means she had a good relationship with her. My dad was an old street racer, still does the stoplight, stoplight. He's the reason I like fast trucks. Yeah, look, my dad um, would never race, obviously, because he couldn't afford to. Uh, my brother tried to, my brother was into cars like halfway. He never was 100% into cars. My brother would buy a stock car, and if it didn't perform, he said the car sucks. Now, I had a Mustang, and rear gears, exhaust, tuning, trans, all the stuff I could do. Then I got into, uh, then I went backwards, technically. I went from uh, 87 to an 86, put a carburetor on it, and it gained performance. That's right. I had a, I had an Edelbrock upper and lower, uh, CNL math, 24-pound uh, injector, pulley, mock pulley, you know, March pulleys, uh, 1.7 rockers, B cam, F cam. Tremec 3550 and 373s. I put a carburetor, air gap, MSD, <clears throat> um, 430s, and a Tremec 3550. And the car went from going 1270s, 1260s to like 1190s, 1170s. That was great. Matt Oliver says, like Alex said, if you want drivability, drivability leave the Mustang at factory spec. No, I don't know. There are a lot of people that say like the weirdest things online drives like stock absolutely no whipple throttle body no kenny bell throttle body no 87 millimeter throttle body drives like stock in a vehicle that it didn't come in like an 87 millimeter throttle body drives like stock in a gc350 because what the hell is like stock unless it's stock so a lot of people go drives like stock okay drives exactly like stock or does it have decent driving habits because i would never tell somebody on a Whipple tune because Whipple has access to uh, bypass logic. The bypass, when it shuts, it has a forward surge. We don't have access to that in, in the aftermarket. That is all Ford stuff. Ford, Billy Badass, A2L, C file, configure it in the IMRC function type thing. They have access to that. No, they didn't come up with it. Ford did, and Ford gave them access to it. That's how it works. We don't have access to any of that. So if you were to say, Alex, which tune drives better, the Whipple tune or the Lund tune? I would say it's a wash. I wouldn't say one drives better than the other, but the fact that we are able to make a Whipple car drive well with not Ford parameters, I'm blown away by that. But again, that takes a lot of time, money, and investment. So when a, a company, like I saw I saw um, on, on Instagram, a guy tuned a 22 F-150 with a Whipple, and he said, custom tune. I said, what's custom about it except what you changed? So you draw the Whipple file, right? You change the injector data if you installed 1050Xs and a fuel system. Custom tune, really? Did you make any changes to the throttle body? Did you make any changes to the torque tables? Did you make any changes to the... Um, uh, individual fuel cylinders? Did you do anything? Nope. I changed the injector data and I changed the fuel system for a return fuel system configuration custom tune. Come on, stop it. Now, now, if you had a 22 F-150 with twin turbos, 
Now I can believe you have a custom tune in it. Sure. You need a lot of work to make that sucker drive decent. So I would go, okay, cool. But if you have a Whipple truck with a Whipple tune and a customer brings it in and says, put some injectors in it and a fuel system for 85 and you have the nerve on your post to say custom tuned. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Look, my brother does no shit about cars. I love him. He's a, he's one of those guys that you're like, you can't get through. You just can't get through and hard headed as fuck. Can't get through. We'll never have a fast car. We'll never understand what it takes to go fast. But in his mind, he's a fuck. He, he, he should be working at SpaceX. He should. <laughs> in his mind, he would have fixed the booster. Oh, yeah. The reason the booster blew up is because the concrete wasn't mixed. In. Too much power and it blew up the engine. Ugh. Bro. Don't, don't you guys have someone like that in your family? That knows everything. Says Elon is dumb. Says Lund sucks. Meanwhile, he has a carbureted 305 Monte Carlo with sagging doors. Like, you have to lift up on the door to shut it on your Monte Carlo. And you have the, the, the nerve to say people like me suck, people like Lund suck. Man, shut up. Yeah, yeah, it's ha it happens, bro. It, look, what are you going to do? You know, I'm not one of these guys that sits there and boo-hoo shit. Uh, I'm dad wouldn't have wanted that my dad lost his parents in the worst way my, my dad's relationship with his dad was tumultuous as shit but he lost his parents in a in a my grandparents in a really fucked up situation i'll tell you eh should i tell you it's kind of eh. let's get it. okay so my grandfather was eladio he was uh just a old school trash man had 10 kids so you know he was fed up with bullshit so he was getting up there in age and his wife, my grandmother started to have uh, diabetes, started to have, um, you know, uh, health issues because her diet wasn't that good. And she just had issues. She had a couple of heart attacks and this and that. So he started looking at her and the amount of care that it took to take care of her. And he's like, you know, super, he's like Clint Eastwood in, um, Gran Torino. He's like exactly like Clint Eastwood in Gran Torino, like looked like him too. And he was like, ain't no ways, no way someone's going to wipe my ass. Ain't nobody going to wipe my ass when I fuck that. So he decided to commit suicide. He's like, I'm done. I'm good. I raised 10 kids. I'm done. I'm good. So he committed suicide. He hung himself. So my dad had to go over there, bury him, you know, no, and you know, you, you have conflicting thoughts about how that went down, right? You go, fuck this guy, you know, why did he kill himself? He was 80 something. He was starting to, you know, he was a man in his mind that he was like strong and he would do shit. And then when that starts, because guys, it starts to go away. It just, it just starts to go away. Plain and simple. The body, you know, time is undefeated. So he just said, I'm not going to go through that bullshit. No way. Thank you. I'm good. So he hung himself. But then I'm like, well, that's kind of crazy because they still have to bring him down. But that's beside the point. So then my grandmother, because talk about health stuff. No one in my family is into health. No one in my family works out. No one in my family is fit. I am. Maybe I'm not the fittest, 
But at 45 years old, I'm f- more fit than most guys in their 20s. Bet me. And I'll put I'll challenge you to that. But she had diabetes, heart attacks, high blood pressure, you name it. So she lost all of her limbs because of diabetes and the blood circulation. Boom, you know, feet, knees, hands, and blind. So she 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 slowly lost every limb and went blind and finally died. And the casket was like this big because she was just a torso. So my dad went through that, you know, within a span of uh, five years. And that dude was stiff upper lip, just stiff upper lip. And he was, but he didn't take care of himself. You know, dad drank a little bit, you know, liked to enjoy his little cigars and shit or cigarettes and whatever. And he, you know, he drank a little bit, but he lived till he was 70, which isn't old, but he had a bunch of health complications. So yeah, that's why you don't see me eating a bunch of crap. You don't, you see me at the gym, uh, four to five times a week. You don't see me eating big mountains of rice and pork and shit. No, I, yeah, it sucks. The food I eat is boring, but if my father taught me anything in life is how not to treat your body. He even said it. He even said it. He just said, man, you know, you know, I I like, I like the beers and I think he wasn't an alcoholic by today's standards, but he liked his beer. He liked his rice. He liked his, he liked like that Puerto Rican food will kill you. Puerto Rican food is not healthy. Rice, beans, fried pork, uh, gandule, uh, mofongo, all that stuff it is terrible for you. So that's why I don't have any. And if I do have it, it's like once a month. My bad. Uh, my dad got me into cars when I was two. When I was young, hearing about his old Mopars. Then I got my license. And he didn't want me to have a muscle car due to he was worried I'd crash and get hurt. Got that one. Got that. Uh, what did it say? Got that one A now. Alice, did you see the starry spade thing I sent into the email? Yeah. I'm one of the two people across 100 plus family members that is really into cars and they all think I have a problem. What's up, Alex? I have an 11 GT500 and trading it for a C6, maybe a Grand Sport since the OC06 have a valve issue. Is it worth it? No. I would not trade an 11 GT500 for a C6 Grand Sport. No. Sorry. A C6Z that has reworked heads? Yes, but you can't do anything to them in terms of supercharging because the bottom ends aren't exactly super tough. Um... But your 11 GT500 can go for 30-something thousand dollars. Do you just want to get into a lighter platform? I think the 11 GT500 is great. You're a TVS and E85 away from ZR1 times. So, I don't know. I think think you might want to rethink getting rid of it. Yeah, that's what I think half-bolted on. He lived on his terms and sadly went out on his terms. Yep. And no one really understood it, but... Boy, the older you get, the more you understand. I'm telling you guys, I don't, if I'm ever in a position of not being able to take care of myself, I'm done. I I am now a non-functioning member of society. I'm not saying like if my back hurts. I'm saying if I'm a vegetable, bro, do me a favor. Um, Bro, the Puerto Rican ethnicity is all about that pork. And, And that's the problem with the Puerto Rican community. If you go to New York City, you think those are Puerto Ricans? Like, no, no, no. That's not the norm. Those are the glutton, nasty, non... Like, they don't understand, like, what the island culture is all about. Like, they think they do, but they don't. And they eat just the nastiest shit, and they're fat, and they're nasty. I mean, New York is nasty anyway. 
But generally, guys in Puerto Rico, depending on what part of the island, are generally pretty healthy. Not super healthy, but they're pretty healthy. They're kind of on the thinner side. You know, like a, like an, I'm like an average Puerto Rican, you know, but you go to New York and you think all Puerto Ricans look like that. You're like, no, no, no. That's a really, really bad example of what, uh, what Puerto Ricans are. Thank you, Gonzo. I'm not a dad, but thank you for saying happy Father's Day. So I'm going to like make my farts stink too, but I love the Puerto Rican food. Uh, thanks for sharing, Alex. You got a clean 93 GT. Off topic, people need to realize that food we eat is what gives us the problems. Eat junk. Your health is junk with you. Did you see what happened yesterday on Twitter? Did you guys see what happened yesterday on Twitter? So on Twitter yesterday, so RFK was on Joe Rogan. And I'm not a fan of Joe Rogan, but I am a fan of RFK. <clears throat> so he was out there talking all that shit. He was talking all that shit about the vaccines and stuff. And I thought, wow, this guy, he's airing, because he's airing out that, 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 that dirty laundry, not a lot of people want to talk about. So Peter Hotez um, is a Fauci type. And he was saying that, you know, he was advocating for the vaccines while RFK, the pre Democratic presidential candidate, was uh, saying, hey, this is bullshit. They make money, da-da-da-da-da. So Hotez was on Rogan one time, and Rogan asked him, hey, so, like, you're a health guy. Don't you, like, take care of your body? He goes, no, I eat junk food all the time. Rogan's like, don't you eat vitamins? Don't you take vitamins? He goes, no, I don't take any vitamins. I love cheeseburger. He goes, wait a minute. You're the leading, one of the leading voices of health advocacy and vaccine stuff. Why the hell are people that are talking pro-vaccine are the fattest? Why is it the people that mask up, tell them they're triple vax and all this shit are the fattest, ugliest, most disgusting, unhealthy looking people on the planet? Why is that? The moment we see Alex putting bicycle brakes on his car, we know it's over. <laughs> I, no, I'll put bicycle brakes like on a, on a, well, no, I'll, I'll always put big brakes on the car. Haven't had pork in five years. Replaced it with fresh fish. Exactly. Jabez, thank you for becoming a bitch level member. Thank you so much. I bet that was tough on your dad to lose your parents that way. Seeing your mother slowly falling apart. Yeah. My dad brought my, my grandmother here. He got her all fixed up because in Puerto Rico, the healthcare is trash. And he brought her here and he, you know, got, got quadruple bypass surgery and, and she got fixed up and he gave her another 15 or 20 years added to her life. But the problem is this, she went back to Puerto Rico and the problem with going back to Puerto Rico is you don't understand how bad the healthcare is there until you go back there. After, you, after you've been here for a little while, you can complain about the United States healthcare system all you want and you have um, valid reasons to do so. And you can say, well, in Canada, it's free. Okay, so if you break your arm, it'll get taken care of four years later. But it's free. Um, generally here, you go to the emergency room, you get taken care of. My dad extended her life for 15 years. She goes back to the island, starts on the same shit. Like, the eating habits is, our, is what's killing you. Like, the eating habits is what's killing you. I love coffee, but not a lot of sugar in the coffee. Today I had eggs. In the morning, eggs and toast, like like very generic. You know what Puerto Rican morning breakfast is? Fried spam, rice from last night, two eggs. That's <laughs> like my dad would have fried eggs with oil. He would cut thinly cut the spam. Yesterday's rice, and that is breakfast. A twenty-eight to three thousand calorie oily breakfast 
And he'd have the same thing for, 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 then he'd have like a sandwich at nine. Like I love my dad, but the guy's diet was absolute trash. And you know, the, the, the problem with that is, it, is if you point that out, you're a pussy. You know, if you, if you point out dad, you're eating really shitty stuff and I want you to be around for a long time. Ah, you fucking pussy. Okay, cool. Yeah, but how's that diabetes? Oh, he had everything. Alex going for the hardcore weight reduction if he's putting bicycle brakes on his car. I watched my dad yelling, Lord, kill me the last few hours. Hurt, hated this suffering. Oh, my Lord. If somebody's in pain, like, I, look, Dr. Kevorkian was ahead of his time. But the problem is once he did it, once he did it, uh, that's what got him in trouble. But, you know, some people just have done what they've done. And they're happy. They've either raised family or they've been productive members of society for 40 or 50 years. And then after a while, they're like, yeah, I think I'm done. You know, what's up? I have 96 corporate thinking about uh, selling for 13 GT. There you go. Absolutely. In a heartbeat. Your 96, 305 horsepower Cobra is probably still worth money because it has a snag on the fender. And if you sell that to some psycho, um, you might be able to get good money for it because it is a Cobra. Look, 96 and 98 Cobras are Cobras, whatever. I don't think they're great Cobras, but they're Cobras. And you can get yourself into an actual fast vehicle. Lost my dad almost six years ago today. I'm 26 now. To a similar situation with your grandfather. Taught me so much. Stuck around to make sure the kids were growing and provided the fam. Right. Once my dad saw me, my brother, my sister, we're grown. He just, he was like, I'm good. Like, I don't care what happens now. You know, like, and, but I think what happened was kids gave him purpose where my purpose is completely different, but kids gave him purpose. And once that purpose was gone, and, and this is what happens to couples all the time. Every single time a couple raises their kids, the moment the kids become slightly self-sufficient, meaning can make a sandwich, can get their own milk, can get their own water, can actually wipe their ass so there isn't massive stains on their uh, tidy whities That's when the couple start looking at each other and going, do I even like you anymore? And usually some men and people that their main purpose was raising their kids, once they're quote unquote raised, they lose purpose. I have a crazy focus on, on things I want to do. I want to, actually, I want to, my purpose, in my opinion, is this. You know, just guiding people uh, from from bad decisions, bullshit, whether it's life advice, whether it's car advice, whether it's just knowing how to act around people. Because in this car community, a lot of guys just don't know how to act. A lot of guys are really loud. A lot of guys are huffing and puffing like they're gang gang, where they're just bitches. And um, if you just shut the fuck up, stay in your lane, have a good time, build a nice car, treat people well, generally treat people with respect, I think you'll do. I think you'll be fine. But the moment you start talking all that shit and rah rahing and all that stuff, man, get the fuck out of my face. So I'm here to do the. I'm here to do the anti, uh, 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 douchebag car guy. Yeah, I get it. I was yellow douchebag for a little while, but it was a satirical character. But a lot of people didn't understand that, and that's when I had to get away from that. I said, wait a minute. People actually think I am that guy. People actually think I wake up, flick my hat, and, and talk like this when it is a satirical character making fun of people like that. And that's when I said, I got I to gotta get rid of this character. This character is actually making people think that I'm a real person. What's crazy to think about is that everywhere in the universe, everyone is alive depending on how far you're looking from. Oh, hey, that's a, that's a very good point, Chef Boyardee's Nuts. There is a point somewhere 
where everyone that has ever lived is alive at one point in the universe, depending on perspective. Yes, that's that's actually very good. In Canada, the healthcare sucks. No, JD Swag, it's free. Uh, you know they're a model of what man. You think the you think the United States system sucks? Go to Canada. Go to Cuba. Go to Puerto Rico. Go to the, go to the UK. It is absolute crap. Damn, Alex, you had the same breakfast with egg whites and toast. We Puerto Ricans eat something called morcilla made from pig's blood. Tripleta breakfast. Yesterday's rice is to, is not today's rice. Actually, it is. <laughs> um, it actually is today's rice. Uh, the problem with the U.S. healthcare system is cost the majority is due to the government overregulation. Exactly. Like, do you really think these pills should cost what they cost? Watch what they bill. Okay. When you go to a doctor's office, I'll give you an example. I recently went to a chiropractor. He didn't take health insurance. And he's like, why would I take health insurance? Because you could get a better deal cash. Because all of the paperwork and all the BS he has to put up with, he's like, I'd rather you just pay me cash. I'm like, how much is the cash price? And he told me, and I went, here's cash. Charge that shit. Five visits later, I'm feeling really good. Obviously, with, you know, some follow-up stuff that I have to do homework. But if you take care of yourself, if you don't eat like a glutton, don't eat like... Again, my father taught me that. We talk about Father's Day and how they can influence you. My dad taught me the most important thing ever is not to eat yourself to death. Because he, he pretty much is started to eat himself to death. Like, I'll give you an example. So... At 38 years old, my father was diabetic, type 2, meaning eating, drinking. You can't have a pound and a half of rice, two pork chops, and three fried plantains and down it with a Heineken and go have a cigarette in the porch afterwards and think you're going to be okay if you do that every day for 20 years. It's crazy talk. So he goes to the doctor. Cause he got dizzy and my father was peeing a lot at night. He'd get up in the middle of the night, pee a lot. And he's like, I don't know what's going on. And then he'd get dizzy. He'd have a stick of gum just in case. He's like, I don't know what's going on. Goes to the doctor. Doctor goes, you got type two diabetes. My, my father goes, what does that mean? He goes, well, your, your pancreas can't, uh, uh regulate the insulin properly. Uh, you've eaten too much because it was just constantly trying to battle the amount of food you were shoving in your gut. You stress things out. Now it's fucked. Now you need pills to regulate your insulin my father goes oh, okay and the doctor goes no no it's not okay stupid you are eating yourself to death and anybody my dad wasn't fat just because you're diabetic doesn't mean you're fat my father was big not fat if you, uh, if you look at the picture i posted up yesterday on the on facebook and instagram dad was not a fat guy he was big Okay, let me see. Uh, oh, Jesus. There we go. Uh, it's kind of sided. Can I lock the screen? There we go. Anti-rotation. There you go. This was dad. You know, big old head on him. But this was dad, right? There you go. So he's a big dude. But he wasn't a big fat dude. He was 6'2", just a big son of a bitch. And I was 15, I think, in this photo. So dad just wasn't really taking care of his body like he should have. And the doctor was like, well, you're going to... You're going to eat yourself to death. And he just took these pills. And I thought to myself, I never want to be that guy. I never want to be able to, I never want to have to regulate my blood sugar 
because of pills. And my dad just didn't understand that. He didn't understand like, what's the big deal? Just give me a pill, doc. So if, if, if my dad taught me anything is to stay fit and be fit forever, like literally forever, there is no, I can't go to the gym today. You have to go to the gym. You wake up gym. Sorry. Stay in that motherfucker for an hour. Oh, your back hurts too fucking bad. Work something else out. Because the more muscle density you have in your body, the better you're going to be off in your later years. I guarantee I'm going to be 50 and I'm going to be in better shape than most of you guys at 30. And that's not because I'm flexing. It's because I want to live a long time. Like the only thing that's going to kill me uh, or the only thing that I have no control of, like a car accident or something, you know, but if I have control of what goes in and out of my body and it allows me to live a longer time, then there is no better way of teaching your son how to live his life then by ruining his, he ruined his body. And then he was like, he would tell me, he actually got me a gym membership the day after he was diagnosed with diabetes. My father goes, I don't want you to be like me, man. I want you to play baseball. I want you to be fit, you know, work out. I want you to muscle. I was like, okay, fuck. I went to the gym, killed it, got out of there. Then, then slowly but surely, I, got, I did get fat in my early 30s. I got sloppy. And then uh, after I stopped playing, playing baseball, and then I got back on the horse, and I was chubby for a little bit. Uh, I thought, even though at 240 didn't look bad on me, but I thought to myself, this is stupid. This is stupid. Get back in shape. That's it. Alex, who do you have? A, why do you have a chiropractor on, on your Fairmont playlist? Oh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think I clicked playlist to like watch later and added it on my playlist. I've met Canadians that come to USA on vacation to get a surgery done because they'll have to wait 20 years in Canada. A lot of these lessons I learned from men in life came from what wasn't said as much as what was said. Um, I'm on I'm on the treadmill right now watching this exactly. I think we're brothers. Um, that's my dad too. <laughs> he was festively plum. My dad's health is falling apart. Smokes at least a pack a day since he was 16. His cancer has cancer, diabetes, smoke killed my mom, lung cancer, didn't smoke. And he was never, he has never processed that. There you go. Look. Sometimes dads teach us how, how to do the right thing by example. Not necessarily them doing the right thing, but them doing the wrong thing. How many of you had a bad relationship growing up with your fathers and you wanted to be better than him and you switched it up and said, I don't want to be what my dad is, so I'm going to flip because let's th that also happens i've known some men that have had terrible dads that abused them and beat them up and stuff growing up and then when they had kids they flipped it and wanted to be the best dad possible because they didn't want their son to experience what they experienced so that that also is a way of inadvertent teaching uh, a man how to how to be just watch your how to build boosted gem one video just want to say thanks for your priceless knowledge and saving us all the headaches and failed combos so take my peasant canadian money thank you david santos see a lot of people watch those videos and they want to say that I'm not saying the right thing. And what about this? Look, take it as a very generic guide. If I was to sit here and give you every single possible combo that can run tens, then nines, then eights, it would be a hour and a half long video that 2000 of you will watch. So I'm good. My, co my co-worker got me into mountain biking on trails and it may be saving my life. I love exercising. Now, happy Father's Day to you sly dog you. <laughs> Okay. Did you get to view that house yesterday? Today. They switched it to today, Coyote Kelly. I'm cautiously optimistic about this house because 
it checks all the right boxes. If I end up getting it, of course I'll show you, but obviously I won't be getting it for months and months and months. Even if I decide I love it, let's pursue it. It's months and months and months away from uh, anything, but um, it's going to suck to leave the area that I'm in, but I would only leave the area that I'm in for a house like this. John Bates says, 100%, I feel my dad has poor health. I work out all the time. I'm 52 and can do a human flag. That's real tough. That's badass. That's a lot of core strength. My girlfriend said, I love how he changed his accent. Uh, from what to what? <laughs> oh, my, uh, my, my Spanish accent. What's good, Alex? Been a while. Hope all is well. Now weed. <laughs> well, yeah, I missed you. Where have you been? Uh, we are giving away two shirts today. Just giving you a heads up. We are still giving away two shirts today. So I have one. I have one uh, trivia question. Uh, the second one I haven't really came up, came up with yet. <laughs> oh fuck. Paul Pontius says, "What's up, Alex? Late to the show. Dropping a like. My dad's failures." Motivated my success. My failures will motivate my son, says Evan Smith. Michael Locke says, at 40, recently diagnosed with type 2 uh, meds. Eating like crap often hits home. Never did the gym, but damn, Michael Locke, it's time. It's time. My uncle, Renee, was fit, like muscular and big though, big, but muscular. Type 2 diabetes. So I thought, shit, this is genetic. When he was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, he went straight vegan. Sorry, vegetarian, right? Because vegan is like super gay and no cheese. He loved cheese. So he wouldn't eat meat. He ate like a quarter of the portions he used to eat. He slimmed down a lot to the point where he didn't need medication anymore. He basically reversed the type 2 diabetes. My uncle Renee, fit, still kicking to this day, badass motherfucker. Uh, that guy, that guy, I, I look up to him because he, he got bad news, did something about it, changed the trajectory of what was going to happen. My dad just kept doing his thing and just taking pills. Yogan late says I wait, I waited, <laughs> waited, I waited 240 to 50. The peak of COVID got my fitness life now and I'm the best shape of my life. No one wants to put in the work to better themselves. Sadly, it's not easy. The hardest thing about being fit is the diet by far, by far. But what, look, I haven't had McDonald's in forever. I had Wendy's nuggets recently and I was like, oh, this is fried nasty stuff, but it tastes great. But it's weird how your body reacts negatively to it now. Like, I can't just go out there and have a burger and just have a soda and, um, you know, throw some fries down there and you're like, and feel good. You have a terrible stomach ache. Your body's telling you this is bad. So, you know, it sucks to eat really boring stuff. I'm that guy that goes to like a, a picnic or a cookout or a barbecue. And I'm the guy picking the, uh, here's the, here's the breast and here's a little bit of rice. And I can't have that macaroni salad cause it's a mayonnaise salad at this point. So I, I'm just, I, I literally eat tiny little thing, a little bit of water. And I'm just like, Oh, this sucks, but that's how you have to do it. I don't like our Canadian healthcare due to how much I pay in taxes for people to abuse the system. I never go to the hospital and yet I pay high taxes for the people from the street to get prescription. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you. Hapoltaron for the house fund. Massachusetts has that kind of healthcare. Massachusetts was Obamacare before it hit the United States. And now you see how it's affecting the whole, the whole country. I saw what was happening. People were getting free healthcare subsidized free. And who was the free paying me? 
my I I was generally pretty healthy as a millwright. I was always in shape. I was always good. I ate decent. I I never got sick. Knock on wood, and I never had issues. So all that money I paid into the healthcare system, I never used. I literally never used. Meanwhile, there's some fucking guy out there high, eating like shit, not you know working part time, getting benefits and pills and weed nonstop. Texas passed the bill. Any mandatory vehicle inspections. Thank God. Thank God. Really? Is that true? So you're saying Harris County right now has no emissions testing. Are you serious? We'll see how that goes. Where's the house? I'm not going to tell you where the house is. Well, you want the address too? Rest in peace, dad. Thanks for getting me into cars. Lee's no money for drugs and teaching me by example, not to stick in crazy. Okay. Live and prosper. Exactly. I got some of the nastiest smacking from my dad, but got me where I am today. He's in the armed forces and he always been asking me to keep my keep myself fit, even though I slack a little bit. My dad started doing drugs before I was born and my mom saw this and left. She never hid the reason why she left. And because of that, I will not touch drugs because she told me what it did to him. You know, that's good. That's a good teaching moment. And um, congrats because some women don't leave. Some women just stay and, and, and just try to fix the man men are stubborn as shit about the last thing you want to do is try to fix the dude if you get with a guy and you want to change his behavior good luck with that shit good luck with that shit uh you can reverse type 2 diabetes part what did it say here you can reverse part uh type 2 diabetes part of reversing type 2 is with the food you eat look at the food from insulin resistance standpoint exactly I went to a keto diet and went from 260 to 238, but once I introduced carbs again, I slowly gained it back in three months. Mindful dieting is depressing. It's the worst. If you like Snicker bars, Doritos, and a Coca-Cola, you're done. I now look at the back of every label, and it sucks. It sucks to look at the back of every label, but my dad didn't. Neither did my uncles, and they got way out of shape. So if you were to see me, at 45, as compared to them at 45, you would understand why the diet, because, well, I do exercise way more than they did, but I can't, I, th I think that's genetics too. I have pretty decent genetics because my body reacts really well once I give it proper food and exercise. Um, but me at 45 versus, like I see a lot of 45 year old guys at the gym, they look wasted. I'm like, whoa, like you ain't fixing that. I mean, maybe you'll, you'll get it to something decent, but man, some of these guys just abused and that's how resilient the human body is. That the fact that you can drink, smoke, do drugs, just do the nastiest stuff and still be alive and not crazy, you know, like tarred up uh, lungs and diabetes and, and liver issues. I, it blows my mind. Just safety still doing the sniffer, then that's stupid. They passed the bill, but who knows if the governor cripple will sign it. Oh, stop it, GT Verde. He's a good governor. Just a general area, got it. Uh, uh, a year ago, I weighed three. I weighed three sixty. Today, two twelve. Wow! I do more exercise weekly than I ever did in my early teens. Damn, a hundred and fifty plus pounds or one hundred and forty eight pounds. Wow, good for you. Damn, that's a whole person you lost. No, Texas did not require safety inspection, but still have to do emissions in emissions counties. Gay, so it's so it's useless. So they don't care if you have bumpers. As long as that vehicle that doesn't have bumpers passes smog, that is so stupid. It's amazing how much sugar in is in stuff nowadays. One of the main choices for health 
it sucks, but it's true. <laughs> then Ralph. 26 GT, twin turbo, built motor, ported heads. The setup came with a sniper intake. Dump it. Now, should I switch to a Cobra Jet? No. Switch, if it has a stock throttle body, switch to an 18 manifold. Stock to auto body, 18 manifold, lock out the IMRC. Stop it with the Cobra Jet boosted bullshit. Stop it. Cobra Jet, in my opinion, is for NA applications max effort. The moment you introduce boost into that intake, I'm not a fan. Uh, da -da -da -da. Canada tells you to, to press the off button on yourself when you're a depressed vet. That's not good. I do miss cigarettes, but I'm glad I stopped. Good morning. Good morning, says Jacob DeLeon. Good morning, uh, says Happy Poppy Day. Went from 174 to 196, but of solid muscle from taking the gym serious and eating right. I would look wasted at 190. I mean, my, my I mean, I, I still think I should lose, fuck, another 15. 205 would be nice, but man, that's tough. 205, I would look like I'm dying. My face. Or at least... In comparison to what I look like now, my head size would shrink. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'd love to do it, but that takes like a completely aggressive, really aggressive diet plan to get from 220 to 205. Alex, what's the status of GT500? Motor has arrived. The motor is at power by the hour. I will slowly begin to put things together. I'm, I, I'm doing some R&D on the ZR1 right now. Once I finish that, I'll get on the GT500. I am just having so many issues with this Corvette, and I think it has to do with the injectors at this point. At this point, I think the injectors are the issue. The FIC 1440Hs on the Corvette, maybe the Corvette doesn't like the data. I don't know. But ever since I installed them, I had the stock injectors, no issue. The moment I installed the FIC 1440s with a, with, with a ported snout, more boost, not so much boost that it was an issue, like 12, this thing is driven like shit in transition from the get-go. And I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to switch to E85 just to fix that. I'd rather fix the driving issues on, on a petroleum-based fuel. So I'm going to get some ID 1300Xs. God damn it, they're 1800 bucks retail, so I'll see if I can get them at a decent price. Um, and uh, I should have, see, I had 1700Xs here, but I gave them to you guys. Um, so I'm going to buy some 1300 X's cause I do want to run pump gas and E85 as an option. I don't know if I'll do the flex thing on the ZR one. Cause I, I just, I'm not a big flex fan. You know, like we were talking the other day about someone that bought E60 at a gas, at, at a fuel station. He said, well, the test at my station is E60. Is that enough? I go, no. Now hear me out. So. If you have 93 octane, let's say you're a flex fuel guy with Chevy stuff and you have 93 octane in the tank and you throw in E85, tested and verified E85 and it mixes to about E60. That fuel mixture is totally different than if you went and got E60 from the pump. Why is that? Because the E60 from the pump is 60% ethanol, but what's the 40%? Hot dog water. Like, lips and assholes and horse hooves ground up to be the 40%. Again, E60 from an ethanol pump in your tank is not the same as 93 octane in the tank, throwing E85 in it, and letting it mix to E60. 
So a lot of people go, well, I don't know. My Chevy friend has got E60 and he's fine. I go, well, if he had 93 octane and then mixed E85 and it made an E60 blend, that's a more potent mix than E60 from the pump. To this day, people don't understand what that means. This day, to this day, to this day. I had a customer tell me the following sentence. My E85 is testing at E70. Listen, he said, my E85 is testing at E70. That's like saying my 93 octane is only about 87 octane. I got I got 93 from the pump, but it, it's 87. Wait, no, 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 no. E85 is E85. E70 is E70. E60 is E60. E10 is E10. My E85 tested at E70. The proper way to say that is the ethanol at the pump is only testing at E70. Hey, I got E85, but it's only 60%. Is that good? Your E85 is at 60%. What the hell does that even mean? So they don't understand. Sorry. They don't understand. And most of them, sorry, are put up in 956 a la verga cuz ass motherfuckers. Put up in 956 a la verga. Not the area code, but the people. Educate yourselves. E85 is 85% ethanol. If it's testing at 70%, you can't say my E85 is E70. You say my E70 is E70. Bro. Like every day. Every day. And uh, that shit gets old real fast. Do you plan on putting some AC stuff back in the GT500? Uh, eventually, but not right now, dude. I'd have to take the whole dash apart. Guys, I don't have the room to work on that GT500. Just because I have two garages, I cannot work in comfort. I cannot open the door fully. You understand? So I'm not going to go in there and rip the dash off this thing to install all that stuff back in. All that stuff was gutted out of the car. And if I had uh, AC back in it, of course I'd drive it more. But it won't have AC for a while. Hell, I'd rather just sell it as a race car. <sighs> need to change my diet and lose 40 pounds. Currently 260. Need to be closer to 220. Getting back into riding bicycles and hitting the weights. Yeah, but the diet's going to be the biggest thing. I always heard stories before I was born that my dad was a huge drinking guy and like a dad, like the dude with the lampshade on his head guy. But until recently, I've never seen him drunk and he was not crazy. Oh, okay. What about E40? Does this couch touch the wall? Uh, doctor, My Dr. Pepper identifies his diet, right? My friend this, my friend that. Did you cover? Yes. Yes, I covered that. I have a Gen 1 Coyote that can do... M I have a Gen 1 Coyote, can run MU52 injectors or just stick with LU47s. Why do you want to run? You can run stock injectors with a Gen 1 Coyote. Like, you need to be very specific about your questions. You understand? That's such a jet. You can run ID1000s. You can run ID1300s. You can run whatever. Oh, thank you very much. Get you a girl that gets you iced coffee in the morning. Thank you. Appreciate it. Get you a girl that gets you iced coffee in the morning. 
No sugar. No sugar, but it has blueberry flavor. So, so cancer, but not diabetes. Oh, you got to get used to it. It's tart as hell, but you got to get used to it. All right, let's um give away shirts. So, YDBT shirts. We're going to do YDBT shirts. Uh, two of them, large or extra large is all I got. <laughs> yeah, you're going to win. Oh, no, that doesn't work. Oh, man, that sucks. In the movie Twins, what color was the Mustang? Go. In the movie Twins, what color was the Mustang? Uh, yeah. <laughs> In the movie Twins, what's what's the color of the Mustang? Oh my God! How dare you not know this? Thank you, G, G, red, G, uppercase, lowercase, G, red, red, GT, so G, G, you get a shirt, <laughs> congratulations, just tell me what large or extra large, so G, G, let me know if you get a, a large or extra large shirt, ydbt for life at gmail.com, ydbt for life at gmail.com. And we can go ahead and uh, get you a shirt, larger, extra large. I only have about 20 of them left. I've given away about 40 or 30. or I've given away a shitload. So I'm really happy. So uppercase G, lowercase G answered, what color was the Mustang in um, the movie Twins where Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito were actually twins, but Arnold Schwarzenegger got all the good genetics and Danny DeVito was like the mishmash of bullshit that ended up... Um, just not making it <laughs> and he ended up that was a good movie i mean I, I always thought one of those um i always thought that movie was as a kid was like awesome and then you see it as an adult and you're like this is the worst movie i've ever like have you ever seen movies that just don't hold up and then you see them as an adult and you're like oh my god this is the biggest piece of shit ever like i still think predator holds up the original predator twins is awful uh as a second uh movie but then there are movies that are better when you're an adult like um Weekend at Bernie's, like uh, the, the, the Wraith gets better with time, in my opinion. Better Off Dead gets better. You know what I'm going to do? And by the way, speaking of Better Off Dead, what color was the Camaro? That's right. The Camaro in Better Off Dead. What color was it for your chance at a shirt? That's right. Yeah. Oh, come on. What color was the Camaro? Better Off Dead. <laughs> Come on, what color was the Camaro? Yeah. No, it wasn't silver. How dare you? Hey, Nat Jew, you already won. Nat Jew already won. Nat Jew, if you haven't won, you win, but XTS Mart was the second one. So, Nat Jew, I think you've won already. I think you've won. So if you already won, let me know. If you did, XTS Mar is the next guy that wins. So be be honest about it. I want to make sure I get, you know, you're going to end up with like seven YDBT shirts and that's kind of weird. But a lot of you knew the answer. 
A lot of you knew the answer. 313, Jake, Angel, Donovan, half-bolted on, Junior, Areola. Hey, oh, how did, <laughs> did you ever get made fun of your name? The Junior Areola. It's like the, the small nipple. Um, but Nat Jew, if you already won something, um, let me know because I'll give XTS Mar the shirt. Be honest. Where's he at? Where's he at? Uh, not you, not you, not you. Don't say, don't say, don't say, don't say. Not you. Give it to him. Give it to someone else. All right. XTS Mar. XTS Mar. You win because Nat Jew. I think he already won the the the. The, previously so you win a shirt larger extra large let me know at ydbt for life at gmail.com that's right ydbt for life at gmail.com ydbt for life at gmail.com let me know what size shirt you want so gg and xtsmr win the shirts this week gg knew the color of the mustang in the movie twins and xtsmr knew the color of the camaro in better off dead oh he got, he's won before thank you thanks for being honest i appreciate that because you know i want to make sure I, I get a lot of these people um opportunities to win shirts in Tuesdays year Tuesdays because it's a quote-unquote big prize on Tuesdays uh, I'm gonna give away a pulleys this this uh, Tuesday 105 and 110 millimeter pulleys I'll probably give them both away just just to get them out of here um and then whatever else I have to give away I'm also potentially guys giving away the rear seat delete now when I sold the white Mustang I did not sell it with the rear seat delete that has my face on it with LEDs on it now, I don't have an S550, so it's just sitting in the garage collecting dust. It is huge. This thing is a very big thing. So if you guys want the rear seat delete with my face on it, which is hilarious. I thought Kyle got me that way back in the day, and I appreciate that, but I think it'd be a pretty decent prize to give away to somebody if they're interested. Should I give away the S550 rear seat delete for S550 that has my face on it? Junior, Junior Ariel says, yes, all the time. <laughs> the small nipple. Gotta love it. Um, Bryson Witt says, YDBT for life. Yeah, thank you, Bryson Witt. He is a mod and he put up the email. So YDBT for life at gmail.com. GG, just verify who you are. Uh, XTSMAR, verify who you are. And I'll get you those shirts sent out by Tuesday or Wednesday. I'll get them out, get them to you. USPS, regular mail, you'll get them. And uh, hopefully I'm done giving stuff away. And then I'm already working on different shirts. So in about a week or two, I'll show you some shirt options that I think are out there um, that I want to try to, I'm going to try to tackle the merchandise game and I'm going to try to do it direct because there's, I got to make money, right? And I got to get you guys stuff. And there's shirts, shirt ideas that we have and we have come up with on the show that I think would be cool to have, you know, available. But I want to have control of the merchandise, meaning I want to have the stock. I want to ship them. I've gotten the shipping down to a science now. I want to be able to um, provide shirts for people. I've gotten a couple examples on other websites and I've gotten samples sent to me. And I'm like, okay, this is a good idea. But I got to get together with a place that has a decent artist person to, to, to make some stuff. I, I, I worked with vinyl freaks and company and that's great, but I need to make the most amount of money possible on these shirts. Let's be honest. The reason anyone would get into merchandising was for shirts for, for, for money. Sorry for shirts. What's well, to make money, not just to like provide yourself. It's to make big money. Alex, any mechanic style shirts or are those too pricey guys? A t-shirt. Listen to this, a t-shirt like this, a tri blend t-shirt that has a little logo here and something in the back is $30 to you if I do it through a third party. If I buy in bulk, print some stuff up in bulk, I can probably get the price under 27. 
and still make more than $3 a shirt. Yes, uh, trust me, I get it, brother. Nat Jew, that's that's the hardest thing to get. Like, this is perfect. Like, this shirt is perfect. And I'm going to use whoever Power by the Hour uses, which I think it's Clutch down in Boynton. And uh, I'm going to try to get whatever shirts because I, ha I have four or five-year-old uh, Power by the Hour shirts that are perfect. They just feel wonderful. And, and uh, they're all my gym shirts. Let us know. I'm definitely down to buy a couple of shirts. That's right. Would you recommend Stita clothes, air stocking? No. Nope. No. I am now saying no. I used to protect a lot of companies uh, because they're good people. I'm not saying they're bad people. But I am going to guide you so that you have the best driving vehicle possible and not necessarily prop up products. Number one, don't pay me to shout out their products. PMAS, believe it or not, they don't pay me to shout out the products. They pay me to put the logo on these on this on the sponsor tab. But PMAS, PMAS, PMAS. Okay. Any and naturally aspirated combination, PMAS, Fenderwell intake. Why Fenderwell? Well, you're now grabbing air from not under the engine bay. So you have a basically built-in box, which is your fender well, and it draws air in through there, and the air is not turbulent. So the car tends to drive pretty damn well, and the data is great. I'm not a fan of anything that has a turbulent map signal. And I've had so many people try to piggyback on my comments and say, see, Alex recommends our cold air intake. Let's be honest. Most, most cold air intakes don't do fuck all. But if you're going to buy a cold air intake, get a PMAS fender well. Be done with it. Mindy Bike Madman says, Alex, is your merch line going to have women's underwear? Ha ha. FedEx business account is easy and a big discount. Alex, what do you think about the new 6.8 liter Mustang? <laughs> uh, let's get Theo Alex in a Lambo with the merch. I don't want a Lambo. I'm going to be honest with you guys. The biggest douchebag thing I could do is flex money. I know the ZR1 is a bit of a flex. That's a flex on like my money. Like I, that's all. Everything I have most, like the money I make from this channel, you guys maybe don't see it, but I flip it and goes back into the channel. Like every single time I get paid through my AdSense, it goes right back into the channel, whether it be cars and stuff like that, or buying parts or promoting parts or testing parts to get you content on the channel. I'm not just like buying land somewhere or buying a Lambo. I want to get you guys, I don't know, information on platforms that you might recognize and like. Um, the biggest douchebag thing I could do is buy a Lambo. Like if I bought an R8 twin turbo, that's not going to show anybody anything. It's going to show you how much money I got. But if I buy myself a Fox body, do this and that, or Grand National or something cool or just projects for the channel, then I think that's worth it. Yeah, PMAS all day. I don't understand why anyone would ever buy any other. And I know that JLT through SNB is now heavily promoting their junk. Guys, look, uh, my Facebook feed is full of SNB garbage. Uh, nothing made from JLT has ever been good. So don't ask me about JLT. Don't ask me about Steeda. Don't ask me about anything. There's only one cold air that I can show this. I can shove the same tune in five different cars and all five different cars trim within 3% in its PMAS. Some child support for me, daddy says, Deuce did it. Alex sells his dirty used calf right socks 200%. Oh, wait, used sells his dirty used calf height socks 200 plus dollars. Right, exactly. Uh, PMAS, they have the data to back up their product. Big and tall people buy shirts, you know. You know what? Sorry. Because if I have to buy 300 
big and tall shirts to get them for under, I don't know, 15 bucks each. I'm not doing that because I'm going to sell two of them. The vast, the vast majority of people are medium through double XL. And that's what I'm going to buy medium through double XL men's shirts. I, I have the, if you saw my breakdown as to, as to, uh, the people that watch my channel, fans of the channel, it's like 1% women, 99% men, the ages of 22 to 48. And I guarantee they're from medium to double XL. Sorry, I'm not going to buy big and tall triple XL bed sheets so that you can wear at your at, at the gym. Fuck that. <laughs> Twin Turbo Lambo with a PMS cold air. <laughs> I remember 2018 where every YouTuber bought a Huracan just for them to sell it within a couple of months. Well, that's going to happen with the Dark Horse. It's going to happen with the Dark Horse. Um, Like... You see people posting stuff about the dark horse and in the wind tunnel. Who the hell gives a shit? What does a fox body look like in a wind tunnel? Meanwhile, that's the most popular drag racing platform on the planet. That are G bodies. Have you seen a G body in a wind tunnel? Oh, look at the data. Who the hell buys cars because of wind tunnel data? Nobody. Fucking. Oh, look at the wind tunnel data. Oh. Could you imagine you go to the car show and some dumb son of a bitch has a picture of the wind data graph on a dark horse and goes, the wind around this thing is pretty sick. No. They have a Fox body with either an LS or a small block Ford and then just choo-choo boys sticking out the hood and then this thing runs fours in the eighth, bitch. But the wind tunnel data. Not everyone drag races, Alex. Right. Other guys suck dick. Sorry. Stop by to leave a like and wish a happy Father's Day to those with a weak pullout game. Bondo Bird, <laughs> you shouldn't be talking about weak anything game. We have heard you build this car for about, I don't know, seven years. And every single time you come out, it's doing shit like this. Every single time. Stop it. The Bondo Bird intro. 3XL Elote Eaters are being left out. Right. Like, you guys want me to build uh, uh, for Gravity. Remember Gravity from Valley Valley Racing? You guys want me to build Gravity-sized shirts, which would would be like a throw rug or like a, a, a little blanket for people? Get out. I'm 6'5", 240. Don't need an XLT or double XL. Right. Is it going to fly? Went on the right. Oh, look it, look it. It cools the brakes. Oh, look, it cools the brakes, the, the ducting in the air. It cools the brakes and comes off the wheels. Meanwhile, you buy a Fox body to go fast. Sadly, the S550 is probably worse in the wind tunnel than a Fox. Regardless of the price, who's who? Regardless of the price, those who are loyal will buy them, unfortunately. Uh, got, a, got a haul back. The Black Gold, get after it. Nitrous and Bias Plus. Looking for love in all the wrong places. Exactly. I don't know. Nitrous is like a low-key hater. I don't know. He retracts a lot of messages. I got to see what's going on with Homeboy. I, I don't... It's real tough to like see every single message, but I try. Right. Like every single time Bondo Bird says something about pullout game, I'm like, oh no, I deleted the China clip. Oh, oh, oh fuck. I can't believe I deleted the China, China clip. Oh my God. I can't believe that. I'm so stupid. I, I went on a deleting spree. <laughs> Actually, should I have like different Chinese music? Something that's like super like... Um, Uh, 
I need like, is there Chinese drill music? Chinese drill. Drill music. Oh, is it Chinese drill music? Oh my God. Get out of here. Uh, ching ping ting. <laughs> Stop it. I might get copyrighted or shot. Motherfuckers at Whipple listening to this shit right now. Wait, wait. <laughs> this is this is what the this is <laughs> this is what the C and C roll sounds like at Whipple. Jesus. <laughs> hey, turn it up. That's my favorite. Oh my god. I've got three, four, five shirts. If anyone needs a car, motorcycle, barely fitting into XL. Now who who got the Saki? Alex, can I get the Sprite themed t-shirt? Alex, I need a car I need a car cover. 3XL would be fine. If you can, please get previous Chinese music back on. I will. It's just a matter of time. Oh man. <laughs> I knew you guys were gonna start talking on that racist shit, so that's why I didn't want to really bring it up. Fuck. Unreal. Uh, Whipple Factory got it pumping. Could you imagine at break time, Whipple Factory just... <laughs> I don't know. We had some supply chain issues right around COVID. Totally nothing to do with China at all. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! It smells so good. Exactly. Former performance says, uh, "Techno rap just kill me." Bonderberg can't even pull. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck God. Uh, I gotta love it. Uh, doesn't the uh, Whipple tune change your door chime? <laughs> <sighs> Shit. Uh, sound <laughs> effect. <laughs> I can't spell sound effect. Chinese bell ring. Oh, come on, that's it's weak. Chinese gong. That's the one I want. Let me see. Oh no, where's the rest of it? <laughs> Chinese gong meme sound effect. Is it this one? That's it. All right, let's get out of here, guys. Thank you very much. We'll end it there. We'll probably get some good clips out of the show. Again, guys, happy Father's Day for the men that are out there that are actually teaching their boys how to how to be how to what is it called? Talk softly but carry a big stick. Walk softly and carry a big stick. Guys that are masculine, males, identify as males, men with balls. Don't give in to this woke bullshit. Hunting, fishing, racing. Shout out to you guys. You guys are the people that actually make the world go round. Don't let anyone take tell you that your masculinity is toxic. Fuck them. Man spread. When you sit down, man spread wherever the fuck you want. Shout out to you guys that make the world go round. All right, guys. I'm out of here. I'm going to look at a house. That's right. going to look at a house in about an hour. Check it out. I will post up some clips. And I'll try to get on the uh, Gen 2 6R80 boosted video today it's gonna be graphic heavy <sighs> so i'm gonna i'm gonna take a couple hours to kind of hammer down and i'm gonna do some testing on the corvette if the weather clears up 
at night, but we'll see. You got to dial in some stuff on the new cold air. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Thank you for hanging out with me. Happy Father's Day. Shout out to the fathers out there. I'll see you guys on Tuesday. See you guys later. Bye.